want to make a podcast, Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily, distribute it everywhere, and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel so supported in the creation and distribution of my show. Spotify for Podcasters hosts masterclasses, office hours, and more to help creators develop and fine-tune their skills. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. What's up, you guys? Welcome to Back to the Show. Thank you so much for clicking on this episode. We are live from the new Rode Podcaster mic setup situation. We are parked in the living room and I have a very special guest with me today. Hello, everybody. It's Lexi. She's back. <laughs> She's back and better than ever. When was the last episode that we recorded together? Mm, a few months ago, I think. I'm not sure. I I think it was just like a random Q&A thing that we did. I have no idea what it was. I want to say it was like January, maybe. It was a while ago. Like a dating specific episode. Yes, I, do, I told a few stories. <laughs> I really wanted to eat jelly beans today while recording the podcast. And Lily specifically told me that couldn't happen <laughs> no she full-on was like chewing into the mic i've actually i was doing it on a, as a joke i wasn't gonna do that when you hit record no i know i know but i've actually gotten multiple it hasn't happened in a while but i remember one podcast specifically that we recorded we were back in mom and dad's house and you were eating animal crackers and i got a, a review that was like can this girl just stop eating animal crackers into the microphone okay and i'm thinking the only way that i can get her to come and record as if she's got a snack with her yeah i'm like a five-year-old like if you want to like make me sit still for a few hours i'm gonna need a snack so well i remember one time we recorded it was after marley's wedding and we were on the floor in your room and i was going in on one of those gigantic boxes of goldfish was that in in this house yes okay that's hilarious and i, I don't care i'm a hungry girl and if i'm gonna eat a snack i'm gonna eat a snack yeah as you should as so, you should no hate no, no hate. <laughs> but the jelly beans are off limits until later which is probably a good thing i probably shouldn't have an entire package of jelly beans yeah it is currently easter happy, sunday yeah, I was just saying, yeah happy easter easter. <laughs> easter bunny came we went to church this morning got our jesus on yeah it's good i feel so legit talking in the microphone and hearing myself back in these headphones can we just talk about the setup for a second yeah it's super cool what was your first impression when you first put on the headphones this afternoon this is cool like I, it wasn't like anything crazy i felt like i was djing so yesterday i dragged lexi to guitar center with me because i saw that the road podcaster what's this board called the road roadcaster pro it's whatever the soundboard or the audio interfaces that i'm using and i saw that they had it on sale in a bundle with two mics two headphones their two desktop mic stands and this audio interface and i was like okay, well, I have to have this because it was literally 50% off insane deal at Guitar Center. And we drove up to Glen Burnie up. It was like 25 minutes. 
and picked it up the guy was so cute he like had it behind the counter all like ready yeah to go. it was really cute like we walked in she was like i don't want to wander around so i'm just gonna ask and then because i had called to see if they actually had it in stock and then yeah, the guy like pulled it for me he's like this is such a specific item so i figured right. you'd come and get it yeah it was super cute very nice of him i know that there's gonna be some learning curves with this new audio setup so just bear with me no it's not like it's bad like i feel like i'm on a really official podcast you feel like you're on like call her daddy yeah i just feel like super official like not that your podcast wasn't official already but I just, I don't know, like next level with these headphones and hearing it back. I am fully prepared to take this show to the next level. We've got As some, you should. Thank you. We've got some really cool guests queued up for the spring and summer. I'm currently brainstorming with a new season for the summertime. And I just wanted to officially make this show just better in every single area. And I'm working on a new cover. I think I've kind of teased that a little bit. Um, I'm working with a graphic designer. I'm uh, gonna totally rebrand the Instagram. I want to bring video on. That was another reason why I wanted to get like the headphones and the mics and the full setup. And it's I'm just a, a little bit more legit. It is. Yeah. Like I think it was super cute that you were like on your floor with your mic and stuff. And obviously you can still do that, but I don't know. It's like if you're taking it to the next level and like all these other places, then might as well amp up the the sound quality and everything. Absolutely. You know, that's yeah. the whole basis of a podcast. So just totally time to elevate it and i'm pretty pumped yeah i recorded an episode about i don't know maybe a month ago and i played we're not really strangers but with myself and i said during that episode so did you think that you're a stranger with yourself yeah i got to know myself really well cool. and so when i was recording that i said well i should record this with lexi so i'm finally recording it with lexi basically how the game goes is there are a bunch of cards and there's three different levels. So first level is like beginner or like kind of like get to know you. Second level is connection. So who are you really? This round's about asking the rarely asked questions and connecting on a deeper level. And then level three is it's time to reflect on your game experience. So we're going to play this game and you guys are going to get to know me and Lex on a whole new level. Okay. Are we actually starting with level one? Yes. Okay. Is that the one closest to you? great one to start with do you think i fall in love easily why or why not we're just really diving in aren't we yeah you do you are definitely the type of person that wears your heart on your sleeve you are one of the best friends thank you to all of your friends you and i have this saying first ring friend did you coin that i think i did yeah because i call myself the first ring friend because you are yeah you always pick up on the first ring always no matter what time it is like who it is where it could be two in the morning and someone calls and you're like hello even in your friendships you definitely just dive in heart first and that's just kind of like who you are I think it gets you into a lot of trouble Mm -hmm. but I don't think that that's a bad quality because I would rather take someone who goes in heart first over someone who's like stone cold I'm gonna pull a card and mine asks do I seem like oh this is stupid do I seem like a coffee or tea person (laughs) coffee okay can I pull another one yes because that one was silly um okay (laughs) I answered this one on my last one and we know it's what's my go-to karaoke song party in the USA exactly I got this one too am I just like I don't maybe you didn't show you're choosing from like the back okay here pick like in the middle there 
Do you think I've ever checked an ex's phone for evidence? You're not the type of person to even give a shit about it, but I feel like you probably did at least once. I feel like everybody does at least once. I or like looked over the shoulder. I've never I've never gone looking for evidence, but one time specifically, I was just playing on I don't believe his name out. I was playing on phone. This was like early, early, early on in our relationship. And I don't think I ever even told him this, but I I found texts and DMs with an ex-girlfriend of his. This was like super early on in our relationship. And it was kind of just like, oh, you know, like I hope that you're doing well at whatever college. Like it was all like very small talky. So I just kind of like brushed it off and Mm -hmm. I just figured, you know, I'm just going to be cautious because nothing really seemed too suspicious to me. I mean, talking to an ex is always like a little sus. Yeah. But I didn't go looking for evidence. A notification just popped up and I was like, "Uh, I I have to look into this. Yeah. And it's like always kind of just like weird. But I'm the type of person that like I would rather not know. And also I'm not going to go looking just to get myself hurt. Well, and like if they don't give you a reason. Well, first of all, it's their situation, their property. Like, don't go through that. That's like kind of psycho. But if they're giving you reasons to do that, isn't that the biggest red flag anyway? If you feel inclined to go like snooping. Well, the other thing too is like, I would just rather be hands off. If I was dating a person and I just was super unsure about our relationship, I feel like that's a conversation that you need to have. You intuitively know if something's wrong. In every situation ever, yeah. As a child, what do you think I wanted to be? I think they mean career wise. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny. That's exactly where my mind went first. So don't worry. Um, (laughs) I think you probably wanted to be like a pop star. No, no. My like dream job, like in third grade, I distinctly remember making this huge chart. And one of the things was it was a school project. I didn't do this (laughs) Um, in her personal time. No school project third grade big chart one of the things was like when I want to grow when I grow up I want to be da 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 um an ice cream taste tester oh really and then when I was in um high school I used to say like my dream life would be living on an island somewhere married to the perfect guy have all these little kids running around just like little surfer beacher kids and we're all doing yoga on the beach, eating acai bowls. That was like my my dream life. Like I got asked that one time and that was my answer. And it's like now, like I am a yoga instructor. So maybe one day that'll happen. The odds are are definitely in your favor. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. yeah. What did you want to be when you grow up? I always wanted to be like Taylor Swift. Like I wanted to oh, have really? a microphone in my hand and like singing and talking to people. Well, here you go. Exactly. Microphone in hand. Yeah. Which is crazy. Just don't sing. <laughs> um, well, I'm, I can carry a tune. Yeah. You're better than me. I can carry a tune. I sang in church growing up. Um, I play the guitar and so when I'm actually going home to mom and dad's, I think I told you that I'm going home to mom and dad's Tuesday and I'm picking up a copy of discovery girl magazine which I was published in at 12 years old for my story about you popularity and bullying. Um, no, the magazine itself. Uh, I know that there's a copy in the attic and uh-huh. I'm going to look for the article. Backstory, guys. If you guys remember the magazine called Discovery Girl. Kind of like American Girl, but for like, I would say like it was a, a little tween, bit older. Girl. Yeah. Like 
10 to like 14 probably yeah same genre as american Girl. yeah and it was like young tween self-help essentially yeah and i was sitting at the computer one day one summer and i really was into writing as a middle schooler which is like so like just strange it's so weird i've always been such an old soul you have i think that lily is like an old lady trapped inside a 23 year old's body i think so like, and from the get-go like from the jump she's been like 90 inside if you go through old journals you're like a 14 year old wrote should this, not be writing those no things no way not like it was inappropriate it was just like so beyond the level of oh you're so intellectual as a 13 year old you still are but yeah (laughs) i used to be (laughs) you you were (laughs) losing brain cells (laughs) that's how yeah that's my life i think no 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 but but you're also very very smart thanks no you really are you don't give yourself enough credit yeah so i was really into writing and so i wrote this article based on my sixth grade year i was friends with these two girls and they were huge bitches and (laughs) they were no they were they were such bullies and and they were in my class so we went to all of our classes together and they were just really, really mean. And so I was inspired by my experience in sixth grade to write this story. And I, there was a column that you could submit to and it was called my worst day. And that was the like, it's just so depressing that they made that prompt for like sixth graders. They had so many weird sections. Like if you look back at magazines from that time period, it was pretty fucked like the way that they like wrote out it was just weird headings and stuff yeah my worst day story got submitted and then a couple weeks later I got an email from the editor and she said hey we loved your story we think that it can really help some other girls your age um what's your parents email we would love to workshop How cute. I know like, we had to go through the parents. Had to get parents permission let's workshop this and get it published so that was like August I only know the time frame because I actually logged into my email pause backtrack we're coming up on the 10 year anniversary of this story being published so I want to do an Instagram post about it and I did a little write-up the other day it's, it's kind of cute I want to tag the editor on LinkedIn because I found her but I only found her because I went back into my old email because I was looking for more. somehow some way Google let her back into that her was such very a God first thing email. like yeah. you you know how hard it is to get into a gmail account that you don't know the password to yeah the other day I tried to log into my own and it made me get a verification code sent to my email but I'm like I'm trying to get into my email <laughs> it, it it's, doesn't make sense and then sometimes they make you wait like 24 hours yeah it's crazy so I somehow got into this email account And of course, me being so organized and the way that I am, I had a tab saved on the side that just said Discovery Girl. So in that folder, I had collected all the emails that were going through the workshopping process from Discovery Girl. And so I was able to like really pull a ton of information and kind of get the timeline. So this was August of 2012. The article finally got published in April of 2013. I remember receiving like the pictures of you holding. I remember being in school and receiving those on my like slide phone. Oh, yeah. Like mom sent it to me. She's like, oh, look like Lily's magazine. What did I not go to school that day? Or you got picked up early. I don't know. Yeah. But I just remember like being like on the bus or in school or whatever i mean i was probably on the bus when i saw it because i wasn't allowed to have my phone and like 
elementary school or whatever. Like it was just in my bag for, you know, emergencies. But I remember thinking it was really cool. But I opened it with like mom's pictures Aww, and stuff. Yeah. That's so cute. Yeah. yeah. On my slide phone too. So it was probably like the tiniest. Like so thing. pixelated. Yeah. So to bring it full circle, I basically gave advice on what to do if you're dealing with bitches in middle school to other middle school girls. Yeah. And here you are now podcasting to 20 somethings doing kind of the same thing you know all right we're moving on to the next level what is the last thing you lied to your mother about i don't i don't lie to mom we are open books with her okay this is actually a good one and i feel like you're gonna have to take a second to think about it what is the most unexplainable thing that's ever happened to you to be quite honest guys i don't think i can publicly answer this question all right we'll move on i'll pick a different one okay yeah you pick it could be juicy but like we're not gonna go there what lesson took you the longest to unlearn? Ooh. That's a good question. That's a good question. What lesson took me the longest to unlearn? I think I was a big believer that growth happens outside the comfort zone. And mm. while I think that is true, because mm-hmm. you have to, you got to go places that you've never gone to do things that you've never done before. But I also think that it's important that people understand that when you are comfortable, you have an opportunity to grow in a whole new way. I think for me in this current season of my life, it's about undoing a lot of like overwhelm, overstimulation, overdoing it. Like I really got to a point where I was pushing myself way too much we're not supposed to be doing a million things all at once all the time even right now you know we're sitting here but my phone keeps lighting up and it's taking everything in me not to turn my head you know you should just flip it over put on down to start well but i want to know you know what i mean like it shouldn't matter yeah we're supposed to just you know do one thing Mm -hmm. and so you know for going months years whatever it is doing a million things all the time you get in this this not not very good flow state living like that and you know not finding comfort in it but like just saying like this is life this is how it is but it's not it's not it shouldn't be you know I know for me I find gratification in having a really busy calendar feel like I'm more worthy if I'm like busier I'm more worthy if I'm doing more things Mm -hmm. which is so not true in the slightest because doing more things filling my calendar has been the thing that's like been killing me exactly and um and I think in this season of life it's about going back to the comfort zone like returning home you know returning home to me to what I know healing looks like to just comfort yeah you know and it's not that I'm not pushing myself I mean we started this podcast off by saying that I'm elevating the show in so many ways right from my comfort zone yeah from my comfort zone Mm -hmm. If you have, when was the moment you realized that you weren't invincible? I think I have a problem with pretending that, I mean, okay, I'm super easygoing. I don't let things rattle me. I normally do a great job of kind of controlling the way I handle situations, the way things affect me. But I think I realized that when I just didn't understand why I kept like breaking down. People say that, oh, feel all the feels. I don't have time for that shit. If I cry, it's probably crying myself to sleep at night. 
<laughs> which is like sad but it's funny at the same time I just like cried on the couch to you the other day you know and I don't normally do that I don't have to have this whole like shield up all the time it's okay to be emotional and go through the entire wave of whatever it's normal it's human but I don't have to put on this facade but mm-hmm. I mean not saying that I was fake up until this point you can be down in the dumps sometimes me no me uh, like like you're just, just saying in general. You, you as in like a general term okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's okay because <laughs> I was like me yeah absolutely <laughs> like even though I'm a happy person and I get sad sometimes doesn't mean that I'm living a terrible life mm-hmm. what question are you trying to answer most in your life right now <laughs> I have a lot of questions it's interesting because my 23rd birthday is on friday no saturday so you guys are listening to this on thursday my birthday is saturday the 15th and i'll be 23 i kind of thought that by the time i turned 23 my life would look a lot different mm-hmm. and i wouldn't say that i'm struggling like you hear a lot of people they're like oh i'm turning whatever and i'm struggling because my life doesn't look the way that i thought it does I'm that, a, that irks me so I, bad it irks me so much i'm so glad that you said that because not for like there's not a single part of me that wishes that my life looked the way that I thought it was gonna look right because I don't want that life anymore no no not at all I don't I'm there's no part of me that's like you know mourning this old version of myself or the version of myself that I thought I would be because I don't know who I'm gonna be you know in a month and um that's cool to me so I'm kind of going on a little bit of tangent, but I think the question I'm trying to answer most of my life, I don't. <laughs> That's the one. That's this, the is, this is the question that I can't answer the most. Because I don't, I mean, I have a shit ton of questions. Don't get me wrong, but they're all like really specific. And it's more like, how long is this person going to be in my life for? Or, you know, is this season, is this feeling just for a season? Like it's that kind of stuff that can't really be answered Would until you, you can see it in okay, hindsight. If, if God came down and gave you the option to, I guess, look in the future or just you would have one question for future lily Mm -hmm. would you want to know first of all and then sub question of that question would be what what would you want answered i know mine okay so i think just because i'm curious i think i would want to know if i so you would know you'd want to know one thing but here's the thing one thing would lead so many other things but he would he would cut you off he'd go back to heaven like you you wouldn't be able to answer or you wouldn't be so if i if i only had one question Mm -hmm. i wouldn't want to know anything if i only had one but if i if i because i know myself and if i start asking questions i'm going to ask a lot of questions but my question would be do i already know well i would have a lot of questions so can i say like three of my questions sure (laughs) and this is why i don't want to know jack shit question number one would probably be do i already know the person that is gonna be my husband one day that's what i was gonna ask because i i want to know on on air right now i'm gonna say yes i know him already me too and let's let's see if we're right in yeah let's come back five ten years come back to this i hope it's like one year (laughs) (laughs) if you're listening to this i'm sorry i'm I'm not pressuring you and i'm single by the way <laughs> let's question number question two. number two would be um 
how long is it going to take for this podcast to become my full-time job? Question number three would probably be when will full like self-acceptance and I, I would never want to say like you're fully healed but I've definitely gone through some shit in the past like three to four months but like when will I get to a place that I'm like content in like who I am you know mm-hmm. which isn't like a lack of confidence thing or like lack of self-esteem thing but it's just like contentment that's like there's nothing I need to fix you know yeah or that you like second guess yourself on yeah I, I think that that's the word you're looking for yeah I don't know if I'm picking your you're picking has a stranger ever changed your life well he was a stranger <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah um, I think strangers change your life every day oh yeah you know like it's mm-hmm. and and vice versa too you know yes. I mean um there's a a guy and I told Lexi about this when we passed him one day but there's a guy that is on the same routine as me and so when I would leave for work around like 8 40 8 45 every day he would take he would be taking his morning walk and so our street is really hard to pull out of you have to kind of do that thing where like you inch forward a little bit he would always be standing not always but most mornings he would be standing there and he's kind of like this funny looking guy and he's always like dressed a little funny he would stand there by the stop sign and he would see me coming and we would do like our little wave and sometimes he would let me know because I couldn't see around the bush and the neighbor's fence to see if anyone was coming up um on one side and he would be standing there but but he could see and so all of a sudden he would just start I wish that I had this on video but all of a sudden it would be like he would hold up his hand and be like stop 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 and all of a sudden he'd be like go 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 like wave his hand go go and so he he would change my life every day because he would help me with the with the traffic so that was always nice um so that's just a small a small example but I think you know you never know the little things and and I don't even know his name all right finish the sentence strangers would describe me as blank but only I know that I am blank strangers would describe me as probably like really outgoing and chatty and probably even like a little annoying but only I know that there's a lot of levels to me and not many people know or see those and even the people closest to me I don't think fully have experienced them I would agree with that. Minus the annoying part. You're the type of person that everyone's kind of attracted to. And you even said it like with a table the other day, like this table is like kind of being short with the other waitress on your staff, but you came up and they were like, just happy to talk to you. But I think a lot of people are attracted to your good energy. So I wouldn't say that people think that you're annoying, but I definitely, you have a very like bubbly and outgoing and like everything is sunshine and rainbows type of personality. And I think some people think that like, I'm really, really ditzy and I am, but there's also so many parts of me that just people don't know. If you could have it your way, who would you be with? Where would you be? And what would you be doing? I would just be surrounded by all my best friends from all walks of life. Yeah, I think, you know, I have such a cool circle of people that I love that don't necessarily know each other. So I think like Mm -hmm. getting all of those people in one room that I just love so deeply would be so cool. Um, It'd be interesting to see how they react mm because like the common ground is you. Yeah. Well, we would probably start 
the day with like yoga or something and then we would all go get coffee because this is stuff that like everybody who i love in my life loves to do too right like we all would love to do like yoga and then like go get coffee after Mm -hmm. and then probably go out and just like dance and drink and like have a good time are you missing anyone right now do you think that they are missing you too Yes to both of those, but I think that the difference is, for me, my life didn't change other than their departure, but for them, their life is changing a lot. It's always easier for the person who leaves. Mm -hmm. It was already pre-planned before we Mm -hmm. even knew each other, so it's not like it had anything to do with me at all. I think it's hard to think about or even begin to try to pretend that you know what's going on in somebody else's head even if you have conversations and you think that they're being completely transparent with them you you'll never know all of their thoughts so why even bother trying and why blame them for the way they handled it what's something you wouldn't want to change about yourself one thing that i wouldn't want to change about myself probably the way that i probably the way that i listen which is interesting considering I'm always the one talking, especially like in this space. But I think I do a good job and you can confirm or deny this. That's fine. If I'm completely wrong about myself, No, I that's think you're fine. one of the best listeners. Oh, thank you. Okay, cool. Well, then that just confirms what I was going to say. Oh, T. Have you... No, I, don't, I almost like don't want to ask you this question because I don't trigger you again. Well, well then... I'll have you that. ever told someone I love you but didn't mean it? If so, why? Yes, that wasn't a trigger. Um, I told that because i felt bad because what do you what did you learn from that situation well i guess it was a good reminder i always know to be honest it was like who cares kind of if you're hurting them because why would you say that that's kind of like my thought process once i like heard myself say it like he was saying it a lot i had only said it one time well he was really like love bombing you Mm mm-hmm yeah I just kind of felt bad and I was like oh you know like it doesn't mean that much but it totally does I mean obviously it does but yeah I just learned like not saying it hurts a lot less than not meaning it all right we're moving on to category three Lexi's pulling a card this is a good one what parts of yourself do you see in me first off we look smack alike so I feel like I'm looking at a mirror I think our sense of humor Yes. We've definitely morphed into one. We're funnier than ever. We are funnier than ever, but we're only really as funny as we are to each other. Oh, yeah. There's no doubt. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Victor. (laughs) These aren't pajamas. This is a warm-up suit. I would say our, our ability to kind of, this is only really true for us just because of our, like, connection. No, I think we're telepathically charged. We definitely are we'll be in the car and I'll start to play a song and Lexi's like how'd you know that I was thinking about (laughs) that song or I'll start singing a song and you're like was I singing that earlier because that was in my head and I'll be like no it was in my head and you're like well that's weird because I'm you're in my (laughs) yeah so we just kind of have this like on the same wavelength 24 7 type of vibe um but I would also say that we're very very different and Mm -hmm. I I kind of recently took us out of the same box because someone really specifically pointed out differences in us 
And I was like, oh, I guess that is true. And, and kind of encouraged me to enjoy my differences and not try, not like I was running around trying to be like you, but I think, you know, like we joke about how I've gotten more fun and more outgoing and like all this stuff. But I also think like there's a part of me that's meant to truly be introverted. We talked about earlier in this episode about returning to my comfort zone. And I think that includes returning to my introverted self mm-hmm. and kind of being okay with being alone. And I wasn't okay with being alone for like the past six months. I like always yeah. had to be with someone like you would be gone and I would be like low key freaking out. Yeah. And yeah. I'd, I'd be texting you. I miss you. Like, where that are is you? So true. Is this a level three? Yeah. Okay. If we were in a band, what would our name be? <laughs> Things not to name the band. What not to name the band. Um, Probably like L squared or like GG, like Giggle Girls. The sisters or the something. Sisters. I feel like it would be the sisters. The Goofy Girls or... Goofy Girls, I feel like, isn't a band name. That's Goofy more, Girls. That's like, a, <laughs> like a comedy, stand-up comedy. Like a clown, like a clown show. <laughs> the Pointer Sisters. <laughs> uh, what do you recommend I let go of, if anything? Mm. Ooh, brutally honest moment here for you for me to give you give advice it. um let go practice non-attachment and i know you've tried but it's it's so much easier said than done and i know that mm-hmm. you've been like i need to just let go of this i think it's a lot easier said than done to say i'm not attached to the outcome here but in your heart you you know that you are it's so much easier said than done but i think you just need to let go of complete control over the next season this next chapter that we're moving into because you and I went through boatloads of change in the past month and yes so much so that it's like uh we've opened not even opened a new chapter but we've opened we've opened a new book and we have a cool opportunity to just kind of start fresh both of us I feel like we're going into like our like therapy (laughs) no I think we are I I think like not i hate to keep saying like era like everyone's using that word right now but i think that like this next chapter is just gonna be like almost like let's be selfish for once absolutely you know absolutely and i'll give away a little spoiler here but the summer season of the pod we're gonna start season seven in june and it's gonna be healing girl summer that is the season of life that i think i'm entering into and i think you're coming with me the beginning of the year i chose my word of the year as flourish and i have been trying to figure out symbolism and imagery for that what i'm going through these past couple weeks and everything and i think that like the best way i can put it into it like a picture in my mind is that you don't plant two seeds in one hole <laughs> Okay. You- <laughs> oh my gosh. Really? No, but what the fuck? <laughs> okay, you plant one flower at a time in the ground. But you can put two seeds in. Have you ever planted a garden? <laughs>
Do you mind if I if I rewrite that quote for you? No, I'll come up with something. The, okay. The flower doesn't bloom the same day it's planted. Yeah. I don't like that one. It's so stupid. It's well, so cheesy. You know what's <laughs> you saying stupider? That's not even a word. <laughs> you know what's more stupid? <laughs> Don't put two seeds in one hole. <laughs> I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> Me too. Right. Okay. okay, I'm stupid. Oh. I don't <laughs> we are back. We took a quick little intermission to regroup. Okay. Ooh, that was funny. In one word, how would you describe our conversation? I would say our conversation has been very relevant. Yes. I think these cards have been like extremely on point. I think so too. Well, and I think most of these cards can be applied to any area True. of life. I think everyone's got an answer for everything. I feel a big shift. I don't know what's in the air right now, but everybody that I've talked to is like, yeah, you know what? A lot is changing in my life. And maybe mm -hmm. that's just spring in general. There was just a full moon last week. Yeah. Like there's just a lot going on. But I think a lot of people are ready for just kind of like a healthy reset. How does one earn your vulnerability? Have I earned it? And how can I earn more? Well, yes, you've earned it. And like, I don't think you could get any more vulnerable than the two of us get. I think that goes back to what I was saying earlier about like my different layers and I think it's like a comfort thing levels then I'll show you that level but if I either never see that side of somebody or if I just know that they're not capable of going there I won't try because what's the point they're not gonna like understand would you say that most of your conversations are pretty intentional or would you say that they're pretty surface level think about like maybe like the top five most people most important people in your life and not like the side like conversations that you have at work and stuff like that okay yes everything's intentional then with the important people in my life I, I do share a lot and I think that's just kind of partially how we were raised um our family is very close and open do you think growing up vulnerability was encouraged yes even when we were like really really little let's talk through this why are you feeling this way do you think that that template of talk to me what's going on set you up for success today or do you think that it set you up to kind of like wear your heart on your sleeve a little bit of both because I think that like I'm really really comfortable sharing things that maybe I shouldn't always share with people with certain people because I was raised like that I can also show comfort to somebody else who might not be able to open up but for some reason people do around me or maybe I just know the right question and you're the same way from an outsider's perspective you're able to ask the right questions to be able to not like get it out of somebody but essentially yeah being able to let somebody feel like you're actually listening and you actually care do you think that vulnerability is a two-way street are you capable of being vulnerable with someone who's not being vulnerable with you I do think I have before been vulnerable with someone who's not necessarily there yet with me. But recently, I feel like it had to be both people, me and whoever else. Otherwise, it's not coming out of me because I'm just like, I'm kind of starting to become more of a lockbox. I think sometimes withholding information is kind of a I feel like the word power play has a negative connotation, but maybe it's kind of like holding on to your power 
because yes information and like i don't want to say secrets but like there are things about yourself that you don't necessarily want everyone to know right off the bat and i would agree with you i think like a year ago i was a lot more open and willing to share things that now i'm kind of like well you know as soon as i open this can of worms like this is gonna happen i think i've learned to appreciate silent company there's comfort and understanding in the silence with somebody i love the friends that you can just send silence with and you can just chill maybe you're listening to music maybe it's just like on your phones maybe you're just sitting in the car like radio off nothing it's like the coolest thing mm-hmm because you just get each other and that's kind of where like soulmate twin flame type of things mm-hmm. in my my own personal experience and how an understanding of how those things are i just think that that's kind of you just get each other already so you don't need to talk and that's the whole thing of like soulmates and twin flames like we've been here before so it's not uncomfortable are you lying to yourself about anything i think i'm getting back into a phase of trusting myself right now for me it's hard to determine what are the lies and what's the truth especially when it comes to like decision making do you feel like what's happened and the experiences and stuff that you've been going through do you think that it's clouding your judgment when it comes to making a decision at all oh absolutely i think i've been knocked down time and time and time and time and time again right that it's hard for me to really see clearly. I've kind of joked about walking around with like a rain cloud over top of me. I don't think it's raining anymore, but I think it's really, really foggy. Like we're on like a two hour yeah. fog delay. Like school's not starting till 11. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. You know. How do you think that you can kind of clear that rain cloud and um, clear that self-doubt and just come back to like the present moment just kind of I guess like let things play out or maybe just make decisions based on what you actually want versus the possible outcomes going around telling myself that like this decision will lead to this is always gonna set me up for failure and I know that yes and also just practicing positive self-talk you know kind of rebuilding the foundation that had kind of been like burned to the ground just based on past experiences. I back in the fall, I had a situation that I don't think I like fully healed from. And so just kind of like working through that, just kind of like going back through the file and like working through all this shit that I've kind of just like swept under the rug for far too long, just getting into kind of like the nitty gritty and doing like the true, like the work. What's a compliment you wish you received more frequently? In high school, my my love language was words of affirmation. Like I thought that like I needed, like, oh, you're so pretty. Oh, you're this, you're that. I kind of don't like that anymore. Or maybe it's just a surface level compliment. Like I, I really don't care if you think I'm pretty or if you think I'm ugly. I don't know. Something like personality wise. Like it could even be like, oh, I really, really like how you're up for everything. I think it would be cool to kind of be a fly on the wall when other people are describing you. Yeah. Like your close friends are describing you to a stranger. I think about mom when she's describing like a friend's kid or something like that. Mm -hmm. And she's like, well, you know, so-and-so is very blah, blah, blah. And they're like, blah, blah. Like, I want to know what people who just kind of know me like once removed say about me. We'll never know these things. And everyone's 
interactions with us are different so they might like, say different I things thought, but i thought that what a friend said recently about another friend was like they have such a big heart like i think that that is like a really nice compliment and it was funny because she didn't know them like that it was more of like a vibe thing in that mm. situation well thanks for joining us today lex yeah you're welcome thanks love you girl me. yeah you're welcome on the show anytime this was us playing we're not really strangers we're truly not strangers i feel like this game's almost harder because we do a really good job of being vulnerable i feel like the past like week or so you've been a lot more vulnerable with me than you ever have yeah no i would agree with that statement and we've we've really gotten down in in the depths um recently of your cute little heart <laughs> <laughs> lately so i'm i'm happy that you sat down to play with me today but really there's not there's not a lot of new information here no i mean it's interesting to talk about it in full and, like, and i love talking about feelings like i love too. going deep 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 yeah so. and you always like have great additional questions <laughs>